if you play with this truth, you get a reprobate mind. Don't go back into the world. Romans 1 and 28. And even as they did not like to retain the Most High in their knowledge, the Most High gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. You didn't forgot your first love You used to be all up in the scriptures Like every day Like every day But now it seems the world is pulling you back You don't have time for her And the knowledge is starting to lag It's starting to lag Said the world is slowly Starting to slip away from your heart, from your heart. And the stakes are high. If I was you, I wouldn't take that, take that chance, take that chance. If you lose for that, you can watch, you did a revelation. Wisdom is worth more than anything. When you let go of the walk, that's the biggest mistake you could ever make. The Most High will give you over to a reprobate mind and turn you over to the enemy. When you go back, you lose. When you leave the Father's side, you give up on the Holy Spirit. You forgot the feast day. And everything you're doing is worth it You're risking everything You're risking everything It says you can't be lukewarm You can't serve two masters It's totally impossible It's totally impossible It says the world is losing the world Haters of the Most High, despiteful, proud, boasters, 
inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of the Most High, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. to repent and get right with the higher through Yeshaya. Praise the higher and Yeshaya. Praise the higher and Yeshaya. And uh, Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. Shalom, everyone. Good evening again from Lake Texoma in Oklahoma. <clears throat> and it's wonderful to be here. It's a blessing. To be able to be here to share the gospel. Yes, it is. And we're with scriptures across the world in Watchman Street Ministry here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio. And we've got the live line open, which is 469. 476-9075, and it's open from now for another 53 minutes, and we've also got the regular number, which is seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 407-476-7100. That's right, and that number has been available seven days a week, 24 hours a day, for many years. It's a praise, prayer, testimony, and discussion line, and uh, it is connected to the ministry, and it's a great part of the ministry. And we really praise Ahaya for allowing us to, well, giving it to us. That's right. You know, he gives us all these things to help further the kingdom. And wow, um, sometimes it gets active and sometimes it's slow over there. But here in a bit, we'll 
go Ahia wheeling and play some of those back ones like we do sometimes so you can hear those. But if y'all are listening and maybe you don't know how to get on the live, um, 469-476-9075, you can email us. Yeah. You could leave a comment on our Facebook pages. Or you could send it to us in Messenger. Or in Anchor. Uh huh. You could call in the other, the 407 476 7163 and let us know that you would like to be on the broadcast and um, we will get with you and, and, you know, get you in there and when we're live. And we even gave y'all the address you to be on the. If all you could do was mail, say, for instance, you're in the jail or something and somehow gets a hold of this. Right. You can write to us. Um, you know, this, our, our, uh, we're just, you know, praise report, prayer request, testimony and discussion. And we preach repentance and baptism. But, um, you know, y'all can call any of these numbers and be a big part in getting the, the uh, gospel That's out right. across the world. And we have a praise report, and um, that's the ratings on this anchor broadcast has gone up some. Yes, so, it has. Uh, you know, compared to what it was a day ago, our ratings have climbed. And yeah. so we're just really thankful to Ahaya that his word, his, you know, messages are reaching out and our ratings climb. That's how we know people are hearing it. That's right. And um, then we can tell how many have listened. And our listening has gone up in one day compared to what it usually is. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't work like that. But Ahai is really wanting to get this out. That's right. So, wow. Praise Ahai and Yeshaya. And uh, we're thankful. Thank you all for your prayers. Um, And, you know, if you want to give into this ministry, we do go on the road. We haven't been on the road in a while because the last time out, we stayed out there four months. And, you know, um, now we're back and we've been able to rest up for, you know, a few weeks now. And we just minister in our town and, you know, surrounding area. So um, we've been doing that. And we've been resting up. Now we're saying, Father Ahaya, send, send us. us. Where do you want us to go? And uh, so we're ready to go again. Um, we like to camp out. You know, it's better than sleeping in the truck. Since the motorhome, we still need your prayers on that. We don't, you know, it still remains with all the material laying in the yard, covered up. We don't know what's going to go on. We don't know what is, but Ahaya does. does. We trust him 
So y'all just keep praying for Ahia's will to be done. And, yes, and we could, we've got a tent, so we can always go out and stay at these campsites. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's not a bad thing to do that. It, we've it's got okay. a little electric, we got a big electric fan that would probably blow over this. So, <laughs> we put it in it. You know, we have all of the comforts for going on the road as long as we can pay yeah. to stay. Because nowadays, you don't find anywhere that you can camp for free, you know. And uh, if you do, then you ain't got electricity. Which may not be so bad, you know. We've stayed before like that. Um, it gets a little difficult. As long as we don't stay out there too long, it'd be all right. I don't think I'd want to stay four months. <laughs> Not know? in the summer unless but, it's you know, up north. Um, we believe it's a highest way of conditioning us because we know we're in the last days. And um, we've been there for for a while. But as each day passes, we see that the end is drawing more near to Yeshaya coming back. Yeah, like uh, today they got reports that the uh, someone in the U.S. government is talking about telling NATO about some kind of a nuclear deal with things are heating up, it seems like. Wars and rumors of wars. That's right. It, it may not be. even be anything. It shall be in the last days. Wars and rumors of wars. And then you got money pox. Oh, yeah. Not monkey pox, but, you know. Take the K off the of K. it. There you have it. <laughs> you know. So, you know, that's in the news. Uh, Along with certificate of vaccination... Identification, identification AI. That if y'all want to know what that is, Boy, certificate is C. Uh, of is O. B is vaccination, and then ID is identification. Uh-huh. And then nineteen. A is the first letter, and I is the ninth letter. Put them together, you got 19. So that's COVID-19 certificate of vaccination identification before it's over with. And you got monkeypox now, too, so. Not monkeypox. It's all about the dollar, the love of money. And then they're fixing to try to shoot down the economy to track everyone, to keep them tracked and know what they're doing at all times and watch out, people. But anyways, do not take that vaccine. And y'all, the lines are open. 469-476-9075 is the live number. And 407 476 
71, 63 is the seven day a week number. And and you can call in with your praise report, prayer request, testimony, or you might have a discussion. Uh, you might even need to get baptized. You might need to get married if you're a male or a, a female, you know, wanting to get married. The opposite sex. Yeah. Because uh, we don't believe in... Same sex now. Exactly. So... And uh, we're going to go into revealing the name of the Most High. For those that are near. We're yes. going to start off with it. Because it's the most important thing. Because you're either going to be sealed by the Most High. That's right. Or you're going to be sealed with the Beast. And he can't write a whole bunch of names in your forehead. He only has one name. That's right. That's what we think, you know. Uh, you know, and, and, and all of us really need to come to an agreement because, well, you know, it brings to my mind because there are so much of, you know, the disagreements and everything. And, you know, when we can see it right before us right here, we're going to bring it out. You know? Yeah. That, uh, there's not but one name, and as my loving, wonderful husband said, you know. And that's all. I mean, even... Uh, I mean, it says it, and we're going to bring that out, and we're going to show you that. And um, we we just praise Ahaya and thank the Rewak Kadash for guiding us to this truth. That's right, because we learned it. 2009 in November. And yes. here we go. Moses was supposed to lead the Israelites to the promised land. And well, by uh, God's help, you know. And well, uh, when Moses was going to be sent, he asked the Most High, what is your name, in case they ask, because you've got to figure, there was all kinds of gods and even goddesses in Egypt, and they grew up in Egypt, so, you know, they had to know, well, what name is, you know, God of our forefathers? You know, because they were all these other names. And, and you uh, can't have all these names written in your forehead. That's right. You know, there can't be but one name written in your forehead. And that's the God of their ancestors. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But, you know, they had a God named Yahweh. They had a a moon god named Yah. They had all of these mm. others, you know. Mm. They even had 
Ishtar, they believed in Semiramis, they believed in all of these names. And then, you know, like the other countries. So they turned around. He says, well, what if they ask your name? What should I say to them? So here we go. Get your pencil and paper ready. Take it to Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, the Lord God of your fathers of, hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? You know, what is God's name? You know, what shall I say unto them? He's asking, What shall we say? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. Mm-hmm. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. The thing we've got to learn now is, I am is in English. So we need to know the Paleo-Hebrew name, and that is Ahaya, which you get from H1961 in the Strong Concordance. Oh, well, uh, there's something the Holy Spirit brought to my mind in Amos 3 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Now they got to be agreed. So, there's so much right now, you know, that we want to bring out, hoping that the ones that are... If y'all are hearing that, it's a train. We're over by Grand Central Station, (laughs) Little Colbert, Oklahoma, in Lake Texoma. And, well, anyways, I am in Paleo-Hebrew is Ahia. You never know where we might be tomorrow. That's right. We can be in Lake Okeechobee. We could be in, because uh, Father's going to send us someplace in the next couple of days, I know. Praise Ahia. Praise Ahia for everything. So, I don't know, I just keep hearing in my spirit. Okay, anyways, Ahia is the name. Yes. That's what he told the Israelites. We've got to remember he's Hebrew. So he's got a Hebrew name. Because he's a Hebrew Allahim and his name is Ahia. 
and the uh, Savior's name is Yeshaya. which means my Savior in Paleo-Hebrew, and you can also use Ayashaya, which would mean Ahaya, my Savior. And Revelation 14, 1 says, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred and forty-four thousand having his father's name written in their foreheads. They, he didn't say having t this name and that name and every name written. That's right. It's just his name. And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with women for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being first fruits unto Ahiah and to the Lamb. And in their mouths was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of Ahiah. Mm -hmm. Praise Ahiah. So, Revelation 14, 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred and forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And if you research a little bit more, you'll find out that that's twelve thousand from each tribe. From each tribe. And you know, one day when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. And that's that's right. Matthew 25, 31 through 33. Yep. And that's when... He comes back and judges. And we're going to get on a little bit here also right now about, well, we've been talking and discussing about this book called The Essene Humane Gospel. And they claim that they are 
Nazarite or Nazarene. And that we should be taking Nazarene, Nazarite vow. And in number six, it talks about the Nazarite vows. And we've got to remember that Yeshia was called a Nazarene. And, well, anyways, we're going to get on this a little bit. We are? Okay. <laughs> well, on number six. Okay. And Ahia uh, spake unto Moshe, which is Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Yasharala, and say unto them, When either man or woman shall separate themselves to bow a vow of a Nazarite, to separate themselves unto Ahia. Mm -hmm. Number 6-2. Yeah, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink. Neither shall he drink any liquor of grapes nor eat moist grapes or dried. All the days of his separation shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree. So this is the Nazarite vows. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm glad you decided kernel, to bring it out. From the kernels even to the husk. All the days of the vow of his separation... There shall no razor come upon his head. Okay, no razors upon his head. Until the days be fulfilled, in the which he separateth himself unto Ahia, he shall be Kadash, holy. or holy, and shall let the locks of the hair of his head Grow all the days that he separateth himself unto Ahia, he shall come at no dead body. Right. In but, other words, that means, oh, can you eat anything? It says no dead body. You should come. Right. But now let's do a little precept, right? line upon line and everything. We're getting that from Numbers chapter 6. Is that right? Yeah, now let's go to Judges to where it talks about Samson. I know, but here you've also got 1 Corinthians 11, 14 through 15 that talks about does not the very nature of things teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him. But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. For long hair is given to her as a covering. Well, that knocks out, <laughs> the, knocks out this, don't it? You know? So which one would... Uh, well, you've got to figure this. 
what does the Old Paul. Testament say, the Torah? Yeah. That's what we go by. This is the Torah. Telling you about the uh, there we go separation for a so, a higher. In that case, maybe braiding of hair is okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, I do want you to go to the blue. Would braid braiding of the hair be okay now? I don't Maybe, think so. Maybe, uh, just for the, uh, what is locks of hair? Locks. L-O-C-K. Curls, I believe. Look it up down there, please. And we'll find out. Yes. What does locks of hair mean a lock of hair is a piece or pieces of hair that has been cut from or remains singing singly on a human head most commonly bunched or tied together in some way so but what about Okay, see, because I made a post today about braiding and hair coloring. And it connected into witchcraft. So. And here. Well, when you figure here, we'll go to Judges 13. The, uh. Woman, okay, then the woman came and, and the children, oh, okay. okay, and there was Samson. a certain man of Zora of the family of the Danites, whose okay. name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of Ahiah appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold now. Thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive, and bear a son. Now therefore, beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine, nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive, and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto Allah hang from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Yasharalah out of the hand of the Philistine. No razor coming into... Right. Okay, so I'm glad we figured that one out. That's why we have to do line upon line, here a little, there a little, and everything. So I'm fixing well, to take that go, post. Let's talk but the about, thing about it is the coloring of the hair. You know, I, I'm not sure on that one yet. But the but, coloring of the hair would be a lot different. So I'm going to delete that one that I did about braiding. Okay. Because, I, you know, I would never mislead anyone. So thank you, Father. Praise you. 
And thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding us to the truth and not misleading anyone. So and we I can want you to look hair. up Nazareth. I want you to look at Nazarene. Look did. up Nazarene. Nazarene. Okay, I looked up Nazarite. Okay. We looked up locks of hair, and you understand that. Yeah. So that that's great. Okay. And what is it that I need to look up here? Uh, Nazarene. What is the meaning of Nazarene? A native or inhabitant of Nazareth. A member of a group of German painters working mainly in Rome, who from 1809 sought to revive the art and techniques of medieval Germany and early Renaissance Italy relating to Nazareth or Nazarenes. Look up. What is the biblical definition of Nazarene? Yeah. Uh, Nazarene in the New Testament, a title applied to... Yeshua. And later to those who followed his teachings. Acts 24, 5. Who followed his teachings is what? Nazarene? Yes. So, you've got to be what? So, what is Nazarene in Hebrew? Looking, um, what prophet said he shall be called the Nazarene? Matthew ends the verse arguing that Yeshia's life in Nazareth fulfilled a messianic prophecy which he quotes he will be called a Nazarene. However, no such prophecy is found in the Old Testament. And it gives Matthew 2.23. So, did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Matthew 2.23. That's a, I'll look that up real quick. All right. While you're doing that, I'm going to say some stuff about John the Baptist. Okay. There appeared an angel, um, okay, unto him an angel talking about Zacharias and dad, you know, standing on the right side of the altar of incense, and when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias. For thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. 
for he shall be great in the sight of Ahia, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Ravakadash even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Yasharalah shall he turn to Ahia their Allahim, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for Ahia. Okay, it doesn't say... We'll see ask if, if John the Baptist cut his hair. See if... Okay, but let hold on to that. Okay, so you've got Matthew 2.23 that says, And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that he might be fulfilled, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. That's Matthew 2.23. <clears throat> but here's the thing. Uh, it's found nowhere in the Old Testament which is the Torah, about a Nazarene. But it said Gal um, he was from Galilee. It would be from the city. He would be born of the city of David, which was Bethlehem, where... Mm -hmm. So he was born in Bethlehem. And so there may... And they might have... Hmm. That's what it says. But then you got an axe. <clears throat> and the meaning of Nazarene is a native or inhabitant of Nazareth. Just like we're called Oklahomians, Oklahomians, you know, Texans. You know, if you live yeah, in but Texas. They called his follower. <clears throat> Nazarenes. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you look up Christians, the meaning of Christian. What is the meaning of Christian, KJV? <clears throat> I like to use it because it will go into the 1611. Christian? Yeah. A believer in the religion of Christ, a professor of his belief in the religion of Christ, a real disciple of Christ, one who believes in the truth of the Christian religion and studies to follow the example and obey the precepts of Christ, a believer in Christ who is characterized by real piety. Look at, and look it up in uh, Strong's. Strong's concordance because I was also it came out that in the, in the Hebrew can you look it up in which one what is it Christian in the Strong's 
Christian in Christian in Hebrew Strongs. Uh, Christio, Christinos? Uh, Strongs Greek. Okay, in Hebrew, Nazarene. In Hebrew, the word for Christian. Okay, case closed. That's right. <laughs> the word for Christian is Nazarene. It's right there. So, there you go, people. We need to be like the Nazarene. Mm -hmm. I thought I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. The term for a Christian in Hebrew is Nazarene, derived from the fact that Yeshia came from the Galilean village of Nazareth today in northern Israel. So, there you go. It may have been derived from that, and that may have named it Nazareth, because... H eight six four three Hebrew. Yep. Okay, so, wow, we've learned a lot tonight. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit and Yeshia. Who wore dreadlocks? Samson did. But the story goes much deeper than that. Hmm. They, re they represent a connection to Africa and the rejection of the West, which term Babylon. Dreadlocks represented a renewed sense of pride in Africans' physical characteristics and blackness, which ties in with their belief about keeping things natural. Did Yeshia have long or short hair? Probably long. Slightly long. And they're teaching us that uh, long hair on men is what? A disgrace? Yeah, in uh, Corinthians, First Corinthians, wasn't it? Yep, chapter 11, but the truth is Nazarenes. The Minoan civilization was the earliest civilization documented to twist their hair into locks. The Minoans date back to 1500 BCE. The Minoan civilization was colonized in Crete, 
which is now a part of Greece. Thank you, Father uh, Ahaya, for teaching mm -hmm. us wisdom and knowledge this evening. Yes, thank you, Father. And one thing about, well, we'll be on the uh, next broadcast about the uh, meat a little bit. But this was important to bring out tonight, uh, but boy, we did. Rehoboam was something else, I see. You know about Rehoboam? No, I don't know. Yo, Rehoboam, the yeah. uh, king. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was something else. He was telling them he that. was uh, bad. Y'all have to look that one up. Mm. He See, said, you think my dad was bad? <laughs> he was... He slept with his... and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. I just happened to see that, 1 Kings 14.31. I was looking about men with long hair. I don't know why it showed me that. So, braids is okay, and men can have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the And women can be Nazarite, Nazarites, too. Yeah. Because it said that in the... Yeah, because Christian in Hebrew is Nazarene. Wow, that's amazing, honey. That's amazing. See if Nazarenes and Nazarites are the same. Are Nazarenes and Nazarites the same? Oh, I don't think so. Is a Nazarite the same as a Nazarene? The practice of a Nazarite vow is part of the ambiguity of the Greek term Nazarene that appears in the New Testament. The sacrifice of a lamb and the offering of bread does, does suggest a relationship with Christian symbolism. Then again, these are the two most frequent offerings prescribed in Leviticus, so no definitive. I don't really know what that... Now, I can go a little bit further, but we're getting... Yeah, we're down to about... Look it up, Nazarite, in the, in the Wikipedia. It, it's got a big detail about it in here. In the People, Hebrew Bible. Uh, Christians are Nazarene. In the Hebrew Bible, a Nazarite or a Nazar... Nazarene Green is one who voluntarily took a vow, which is described in number six, one through twenty-one. Nazarite comes from the Hebrew word meaning consecrated or separated. 
those who put themselves under a Nazarite vow do so by adding unto themselves a degree of sanctity, sanctity, as it says, until the time is completed, he shall be holy. A person who puts himself under a Nazarite vow without designating how long he intends to remain as such, he is obligated in all that pertains to Nazarite strictures for a period of 30 days. This vow required the person to observe the following strictures. Abstain from all wine. It tells you all about it in the Wikipedia right there. And Uncut I believe hair. according to the New Testament and according to everything. They believe they must avoid, avoid corpses and graves, even of family members. In the Hebrew, it tells you two examples of the Nazarites in the Hebrew Bible are Samson in Judges and Samuel. First Samuel, both were born of barren mothers and entered into their vows through either their mother's oath. So, y'all, this is uh, quite interesting. The prophet Amos later condemned the Israelites for their failure to respect the Nazarite vow, along with their failure to hear the prophets. So, I mean, that, that's an awesome little write-up right there. Uh, look up in there, I think it's either, but about the, when Yeshia was talking about, or Jesus in there, you know, uh -huh. about the, uh, when he said, let the dead bury the dead, and you come. Mm -hmm. You want me to look that up, you say? Yeah. Okay, one second, and let me paste this awesome information into our notebooks. Okay. Under the Nazarenes. So we'll be sure to have this. People, y'all are learning some stuff this evening. Y'all write this stuff you down. Be, if you claim to be a Christian, you are a Nazarene. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is it now, honey? Uh, let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead, KJV. Luke nine sixty. Nine sixty, okay. And he's and Yash. Shia said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the son of Adam hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Master, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Yeshia said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead. 
But go thou and preach the kingdom of Ahia. And the Essene book lines up with these things pretty good. Yeah, because... We do uh, believe Isaiah 28, 10 through 13 to be... Or well, actually Isaiah 28, 10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. So we thank Mama Rewak, the Holy Spirit, for Mother Rewak, or ever how you want to say, but the Holy Spirit, yeah. Rewak Kadash, for guiding us into all truth. Yeah, in agreement in Yeshua's mighty name, and uh, people... Uh, Yeshaya is coming back soon, and we need to be ready. And one thing, we're going to be getting in here, uh, how you willing, later today or tomorrow, because it's almost morning, and we will do a broadcast on what she had about the um, dyed hair, and a little bit on the yeah, we're not supposed to eat meat. Coloring hair and cutting your hair is too different than braiding your hair. So, um, praise Ahaya for everything. Praise Ahaya for everything. We're going to close out with Doski, all the praise. We love you all. Shalom. Much respect. Much respect. You need to be baptized. Just get in touch with OneNationOnePower.com or us. We'll help you. If you need to be married, we can do that. If Man you're and male woman, and female. We love you. Much respect. Thank you for your prayers. If you'd like to give to our ministry, Ahaya will bless you and we will thank you. And <laughs> Shalom Every day I pray Yeah, 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 yeah uh, Father lead the way uh, Yeah Father pray Hey you made a way when I was down and now And that's why I always praise you, I don't care who's around I give you my mind, my heart, my soul, I need you now Every day I lift my voice and raise my hands to the clouds And I praise you All praise to the most high All praise to the most high And I praise you all praise to the most high. All praise to the most high. You made a way. I don't care what they gon' say. When I was down, I cried out and I prayed. In the midst of the battles, to giving you praise. Only walking in faith. I'm not tripping, okay? See, the storm didn't last. Couldn't have made it without you. I knew I would crash. If I didn't trust you, get stuck in my past. And lose all I had if I stayed on that path. What wasn't easy, sometimes I would cry. Walking alone, asking questions like why. Why did they die? We didn't say bye. My own blood at funny, they pointing, they judge me. My mama. 
but don't love me this morning Got ugly, my granddad was dead And he had to fly I know that he resting, he taught me some lessons You do it, you don't, we do not try And that's why I give you praise All my praises come to why And the Messiah ain't scared of no dragon No bears and no tigers I ride to the end, ain't scared of no fire Cut off my head, I ride to die